Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of a week and really the end of our ropes, and we want to be able to talk honestly and openly about teaching, you know, without fear of losing our jobs. So we're going to be using pseudonyms throughout all of this. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast is brought to you by the fine folks at Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or you are someone who has to teach plays in your classroom or you have to do remotely anything theater related, go to ludlamdramatics.com. They are the few places, they're one of the few places that actually has theater stuff and educational stuff on their online store. The teacher shops don't have jack shit for theater. Go to Ludlam Dramatics. They are amazing. Also, I'd like to thank all of our Patreon patrons out there. They are amazing, beautiful people, and they deserve to be thanked. So, a big shout out to William P., Sarah O., Aldrich T., La Scorpionita, Britt M., Tisha C., Noel R., Teresa H., Biker Teach, Caitlin L, Marsha M, Wiaza, Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Megan R, Huvian, Ashley M, Jason F, Amber H, JJO, Jeff S, Abby B, Ann T, Sarah B, Regina F, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Hope H, Aaron D, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, Rylan L, Catherine S, Kelsey W, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony, Christina K, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, Lisa S, and Sarah M. Oh, we love all of you. If you are interested in being a Patreon and supporting Teacher Needs a Drink podcast, you can join up for as little as 5 to $10 a month, and there is so much extra content. We're releasing more and more every couple of weeks. There's a huge backlog of all kinds of stuff. You get access to our special Teacher Needs a Drink Facebook forum, where you can meet and talk with other teachers and the host, and, you know, just get along with everything. I'd like to thank also our sponsor, Legendary Pretzels. If you love treats and candy and sweets, you need the best. And Legendary Pretzels takes hard sticks of pretzels and wraps them in like caramel and dips them in fudge and then rolls them around and other candies and cereals. It is amazing and intoxicating. Treat yourself. Use the code TEACHER at Legendary Pretzels and get a big discount. Last but not least, I want to pimp out the step bet. Teacher Needs Drink podcast is about to do their third step bet starting after 4th of July. So if you are someone who needs a little motivation to get out there moving or want to join other teachers, go to Step Bet and do it with us. It is amazing. It's going to last a few weeks. It's great. Do it. Anyway, my friends, this is episode 90. Holy fuck, that means episode 100 is coming up soon. I got to plan something. Oh, my friends, enjoy episode 90. Cheers. My balls, 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 oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that made me happy. Well, welcome to Teacher Chocolate Needs a Drink oh. Podcast. <laughs> I am Elvis, your host, and joining me today, I have Miss Lucia Lane. Hi, y'all. How's it going? And also with us today, Mr. Count Chocolate. I'm counting my blessings all summer long. This is the best. <laughs> and welcome back, Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Well, I am glad you guys are here. I am glad it's summer. I am so glad it's summer because I still haven't completely like shaken or washed like the last school year out of my hair yet. So I still feel like a little just I just need to breathe a little bit more, but it's coming and I feel myself relaxing slowly. I don't know why most people who can't just chill. I have to like, I don't know, process it out of my system before I can fully move on. But how are you guys doing, buddy? How are you? I'm doing great, man. I am living my best life right now. Um, things that I should be doing 
are not getting done, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying being a slacker. <laughs> good for you. You've earned it. What about you, Lucille? How's life? You know, it's pretty good. Like I've just been doing the things that I missed, like nothing. And mm-hmm. hanging out with friends and going to pools because I don't have any kids or responsibilities. So I, I, I'm eating <laughs> all of that up. Um, I did find out that the, my most favorite principal I've ever had ever in my career, um, she ended up leaving for another job. Oh. I literally called her up and was just like, is this true? And you're not going to tell me. <laughs> but it was a good conversation at the end. Um, she's just really great. And she is moving on to something less stressful and more rewarding that pays better. So good for her. But that's the only thing that uh, I've gotten down about for the last two, three weeks. Oh, well, good. That's awesome. I mean, it sucks about your principal, but I mean, that's yeah. good for you. Yeah. <laughs> and Kat, what about you? Have you done all the things? Did you like fix the pool and do all the projects that you had like piled up on you? Okay, so yeah, I've checked a lot off the list. Pool is going, and uh, of course, it's ready just in time for like a forecast of rain for like four of the next five days. <laughs> <laughs> but like vehicles are fixed, uh, house projects are working. I'm hanging stuff, and I still have a bathroom to gut. But hey, you know it's summertime, and it's going to get done when it gets done. I I feel so good. I haven't felt this good since like last summer. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I'm happy, and I'm drinking every day, so yeah, it's great. (laughs) Well, we had a a voice message for us written by one of our patron members, Miss Alabama, and we're going to go ahead and let her share her thing. And if you're interested in doing something like this, you know, join our Patreon. I'll tell you how. It's pretty awesome. All right, here is Miss Alabama. Hey, y'all. This is Miss Alabama. I love you so much. Thanks for being there for me to talk to in the car. That's where I am right now. Usually I'm just laughing out loud to your podcast or talking to you and giving you my piece, even though you can't hear me. So it is June 20-something. It's way too late to be in school, but I am because I am in the Pacific Northwest these days. So today was the last day of school of students, thank God. Um, I am in charge of yearbooks, or have been for the past few years, and I have a situation. I have been in charge of the yearbook for a bit, and I try to keep it simple because I've got enough to do. So I usually just put in photos, and I allow no text um, because I don't want student quotes. I don't want superlatives because feelings get hurt. There's always some sort of inside joke or, I don't know, reference that I don't catch. Because of my policy, I've never had a problem, but of course, this year, I just had to go and switch things up. I had an art teacher who really, really wanted her class to make these word clouds for all the graduates. You know, word clouds, it's you use one of those websites and you put in characteristics of a person, for example, and then they pop up different sizes based on either how you design it or how often people say a certain word about you. So you can see where this could go wrong, and that was my immediate reaction to this teacher. I said, nope, I don't like it. It's got too much potential for me to get bit in the ass. She kept pushing. Um, She assured me that there would be many layers of oversight, that she was going to personally check every word on every one of these for nearly 100 kids, and finally wore me down, and I needed stuff as a placeholder in my yearbook because it's 2020, and I don't have any other photos for this 
school year because everyone's been remote learning for so much of the year. So I said, all right, as long as you and I can meet and look at them one last time after you think you've done your oversight, I want to take one last look at them because I can't read every single one of them. We did that. We caught a couple things that were just, you know, annoying, but nothing malicious and published the yearbook. Um, The kids just got it a couple days ago. And, of course, something got through. So I get contacted by some parents who are very upset because in their child's word cloud, one of the smallest, lightest color words in the whole cloud says the word mean. Yes, mean. And this is apparently the worst thing that's ever happened to their child. And it's bullying. And who's responsible for it is me because I'm the yearbook coordinator. I replied and said, we're so sorry that this happened. Um, I will definitely make sure that we don't have these ever again. So I'm going to talk to the teacher who is in charge of creating these word clouds. She's a friend. She agrees. She's like, hey, we're so sorry. We're going to talk to the kid who put the word mean in your son's word cloud because you can track that down. Well, the parents come back again after that and say, no, we want more. We need a public apology to everyone who received the yearbook. And we also think that you need to be reprimanded because you aren't good at your job, essentially. You did it wrong. You should have had more layers of oversight in your yearbook club. You should have spent more time on it. They accused me of rushing. They accused me of, you know, not caring about the yearbook project or the students. So here's where I'd love your advice. Um, I replied to that one because I couldn't let it alone. I'm like, I'm sorry. You just called out my job performance and how much time and care I put into something. I can't just let that slide. I just can't let that go quietly. So I called them out on it. I said, I'm sorry. You don't know what's going on in my personal life. You don't know that I work three jobs. You don't know that I also tutor after hours, and I also um, am on committees and do the yearbook by myself and don't get paid for it. You, You don't get to cross that line. I had already done the whole professional apologizing thing for what went down, but you don't get to say that. My principal, of course, is upset at me for saying this. And, of course, my coworker, who is totally on my side, has my back. She's like, really? Why'd you have to say that? You're just going to get yourself in trouble. But, you know, a lot of my friends who have been at this school for much longer, their approach is, hey, just keep your head down. Don't say anything. Don't make waves, and the problem goes away. So I don't know what you, you guys would do. I think, um, I think if I were to bet on it, I'd say, Shirley Temper, you're with me. Draw the line. Call it out. Nope, you don't get to talk with, to me that way. Um, count, I feel like maybe being a counselor, you might understand the, you know, why get parents angrier than they already are. Just, you know, calm them down and they'll go away. I, I do understand the rationale there, but... Then there's the whole piece of now my principal's mad at me again, so it's like, you know, am I shooting myself in my own foot? I'd love to hear y'all's perspective. So I love y'all, and I um, really appreciate being able to talk to you in my car, even if I'm not usually recording the conversation. All right, that was Miss Alabama. So, guys... What do you think about this situation? I've got some pretty strong opinions, but I'll, I'll let you guys go first. I've been sitting on this for a little bit. Bunny? There's a a saying about not arguing with idiots because they'll drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. I feel like that's kind of where it is with this parent right now. Like, 
nothing logical that Miss Alabama says to them is going to get through. Like nothing common sense or compassionate or logical is going to get through at this point. They've got a bug up their butt and that's just all there is to it. So I'm kind of in the smile and nod and, you know, tell them what they want to hear and then move on with your life camp because there is, there's no winning when the parent is like this at this point. I agree, but I understand. I understand after the shit year, like you're almost done, you're out the gate and some parent just decides to tell you, you've been doing a shitty job and you're not just because they don't have oh. a, they don't have a clue. I oh, yeah, 100% for sure. understand. I don't think that's the path to go down, but I can see you getting so frustrated with a, the situation and be the whole long like process of the customer's always right attitude with parents. And there comes a point where it's really hard to hold it in. I think she'd be best off if she had held it in, but I 100% understand. No, like I would have had to have a long conversation with my friends Marge and Rita about this, probably several conversations. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is it's just so full of <laughs> assholery that there's no Marge winning. And Rita, I love it. Lucille, what about you? What do you, How would you handle this situation? As hard it would be for me, I would absolutely keep my mouth shut because they're, I mean, no matter what you say, even if it's valid, even if it makes sense, and even if you're right, you're going to be wrong. Someone will turn your words around because that's what they do. And I bet if if any kind of investigation for this parent in the last X amount of years with their son, uh, you find out that they've probably tried to raise hell in other places too. Yeah. These are the type of parents that will absolutely cause problems because they can and they want to. Yeah. You got to take it for what it is. Oops. And keep going. Yeah. They're just the kind of on. people who send something back at the restaurant, no matter what, every single time, just to let people know they're in charge. Uh, what about you, Count? <laughs> well, you know, Miss Alabama said she she uh, assumed, or no, she guessed that that Count would give a very mild kind of reproach. Here's the thing. Like, yes, I'm a counselor, but I'm a counselor with an underlying anger issue. Like, <laughs> but my thing is, here's the, here's the point where it, it flipped for me, where she said, like, you called out my performance or my job performance. I can't let that slide. And and in that mindset, you're you're just going to be wrong. Like, I 100% would have tried to put that parent in their place, but I wouldn't have done it via email. I would have, like, you know, showed up to, like, the faculty meeting that they always show up to or show up to, like, a PTA meeting. Yeah. And right on the way outside, I would have, like, said something like, you got to be out your fucking mind to ever call from me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just can't come at someone like that. But like you said, uh, in the education profession, we are it's, – it's customer service. Yeah. And our students technically are the customers, but then you have the parents, too, that – and this parent just seems hell bent on causing trying trouble. to make you suffer for it. Um, but at this point, you really just got to admit, like, you know what? It wasn't handled appropriately, and I'm sorry, and we'll go on from there. But I, I 100% agree with saying something to the parent, but it has to be something where it can't be documented or brought back to a principal. Like, well, your teacher said this, or your staff member rep- responded, you know, rudely and inappropriately. Um, I don't know how that happens, but somehow you find that parent and then you can tell them their piece. But if you responded in anger after that, they called you out, which is inappropriate. When you make it personal, it's just not professional at all anymore. But yeah, I, 
Yeah, you, you just can't do that. It, it's a it's a lose lose situation. One hundred percent, it just always is. It, it does not bode well for the for the educator, which is unfortunate. You almost need to have supportive admin or admin that you know will back you up on something like that. Because there are admin who have no problem telling off the parent, but they're not always there. Okay, Lucille, what you have? And a word like mean. Okay, yeah. that's not that's not a word that like kids just sneak in because they think it's funny. It's not like butthead. This person's, you know, this person's a butthead and they think it's funny because it's a funny word. Yeah. There could be an honest to God chance that that kid is actually mean. And the mother yeah. action shows it. This is not, this wasn't a word that was just thought about or just a goofy word. This was like a real word. I thought the exact same thing earlier um, in a conversation when I was playing some head. I was like, you know what? There's probably a, uh, a handful of students that will 100% attest to like mean is a very accurate description of this child. Yeah. And they're probably right. However, shouldn't have shown up in the yearbook. And I think, you know, Miss Alabama was right in saying that I knew better than to go ahead and do this. Like I didn't want any of the drama. I didn't want to miss anything. I didn't want any oversights. And she almost stuck to her guns, but then kind of gave in, which I understand. Like yeah. the hindsight is twenty twenty part. But man, she was so close to just saying no and not having to worry about it. And then when it all happened, here we are. So I know next time there's no way you, you second guess it. You say, nope, I'm taking that easy route and this is what we're going to do because what I've seen in the past is that I can be burned for this. It's a shitty situation. But luckily it happened at the very end. You can just flush that away. And I doubt there's much trouble you would get from sending an email like that unless you like attacked the parent for their personal things. And it doesn't sound like you did. It sounded like you just defended yourself very clearly and concisely. I don't see that something that's going to ruin your career or really impact you at all other than the teacher being mad at you. And it's kind of like, I think it was the end of Inglorious Bastards where he's like, oh yeah, they're going to be mad at me. I've been chewed out before. It's not a problem. I can handle that. <laughs> we support you, though. I understand. I get mm-hmm. it. I had a parent once go off and send an email to the principal. Their kid had gotten in trouble in my room because he was being an asshole. And I think he actually pushed someone or something. I sent him out. And the parent emailed that, how would I even know? Because I'm just watching YouTube on my laptop all the day. And here's the first thing. You couldn't get a cell signal in that building to save your life because it's like a concrete pit. And we didn't have YouTube. Like, all that shit was blocked at school at that point. Like, pretty much anything that could be fun was blocked out. So I can guarantee I wasn't sitting. I would rather watch YouTube than his dumbass of a son. But, oh, it took me so much. Like, you are wrong on everything. And you're full of shit. So is your kid. But I just (laughs) took a deep breath and then just said, this is part of the bullshit. And just moved on. Because take a deep breath. That's key. But I think you'll survive. You've been chewed out before. All right, we've got one here from the Reddits from Reddit user Girl Got Your Goat, titled Unexpected Perk of Being a Teacher. One of my former students was working behind the counter at our ice cream parlor. It was nice to see him and catch up. He even gave us larger than normal scoops and said, I'm hooking you up, Mrs. Girl Got Your Goat. (laughs) He even asked about my newborn. Great kid. Sometimes when I see a student, I'll actively avoid them, but every now and then I'm genuinely happy to run into some of them, and not just for the extra ice cream. Anyone else have a story to share? Students in the wild. I was nice when I was in high school because I worked at a fast food. I worked at two fast food joints. I did a Taco Bell and a Burger King, and if my teachers came through, and even in college, I'd give them free food or like the huge discount. 
because you never know. I'd be like, hey, you know, take this. And in case you see me doing something stupid in the hallway, just ignore it. Look the other way. And it <laughs> seemed to work because they're like, yeah, I like that. I like that dollar whopper. <laughs> I'm going to keep coming to you. So what about you guys? My favorite one was I went to a march in support of a certain cause a couple of years ago and ran into one of my students there with her mom. <laughs> and it was awesome just in that whole like single head nod, you know, from across the parking lot kind of moment of, I see you, I see, <laughs> I see what this is. So it was just kind of, you know, having that moment of connection with that student and knowing that they're, the kids are all right. The kids have their heads on straight. <laughs> what about you, Lucille? I have three uh, of my old students who, who have seeked me out on, um, on social media. Now I told them that they would no, I would never, ever befriend them on anything. Um, until they had graduated high school. I don't live in the same town. They are in their twenties at this point. And they have reached out to me individually at different times and told me how great it was that I, you know, let them be them and that they learned so much from my class about the importance of education and that it's okay to just do what you need to do to learn and so on and so forth. And one even sent me a photo shot of, and I remember her, her telling me she was going to write this, but I forgot, of, of course, of a um, future letter to herself and asked me to include um, that she couldn't read until she graduated a little bit on the bottom. And, and it was just so cute to read and just reflect. Those are the ones that I will talk to. Um, and they'll just hit me up every once in a while just to see how I am doing. And, and that's perfectly fine. But there are so many that I'm just like, no, <laughs> sorry. No matter how many times you ask me to include you as a follower or what, I'm not doing that. Yeah. But there are those, those personalities that are just, you just know <laughs> that they're good people. They're not up to anything. And, uh, yeah, I, I do avoid some, um, but some of them I do like to talk to. I have a former student who has long since graduated who found me. Same kind of thing, like I don't send friend requests, but if a kid who has already graduated sends me a request, sure. And this girl just, she was a fun kid, but she has grown into like a legitimate human being. Like she's oh. really cool. There was one day on, I posted something about, education on my Facebook, as is my, as is my habit, the father of somebody that I know came on and started trying to like argue about how teachers are slacking off. And if we just suck it up and do our jobs and blah, blah, blah. And like, he was being really aggressive about it. And most of like my teacher friends we're all trying to come in like with logic and facts and statistics and all this kind of stuff. Don't feed the troll. And my former student came in and was like, I'm going to go ahead and say it because everybody else here is too nice to say it. You're being an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, it was just one of those beautiful moments. Like I sent her a message and was like, thank you. She was like, I know you can't say stuff online because you're still teaching. So I'll say it for you. (laughs) Thank you. That's awesome. (laughs) So, Hey guys, guess what? What? What's that? We have a Patreon. Woo-hoo! Patreon, yeah, yeah, the 
that's right for as little as five to ten dollars a month you can support us here at teacher needs a drink podcast and join our patron patreon because as one of our patrons you get access to all kinds of exclusive content special events you get to join our facebook special patreon group where you can you know chat with other teachers who think the same way you do and even ask questions um it's really awesome so you guys need to sign up now do it now Woo! Oh, and I also want to make sure everyone out there gets a chance to do the step bet. Teacher Needs a Drink podcast is doing their third step bet. We're going to start the week after 4th of July. And if you use the code TNAD, TNAD, you know, for Teacher Needs a Drink, TNAD, um, you can find it and join it and be part of the step bet. And not only do you get to join all the teachers that are on there, you get to join, you know, us and you get to get healthy. And it's really motivating and, you know, something to get you off your ass in summer if that's what you want. Anyway, do it now. <laughs> Woo! Woo-hoo. So, would you rather get rolled in plastic wrap and thrown in a swamp, or live in a McDonald's playhouse with Ronald McDonald as your roommate? Am I dead? Is that oh, yeah. why I'm wrapped oh, in oh, plastic and thrown into a swamp? I mean... I, I don't know. Maybe alive. It would really suck to get, you know, wrapped in plastic like Laura Palmer style and thrown into the swamp. That'd be rough. It'd be really terrible to look at Ronald McDonald forever. Yeah. So would you rather kind of, I don't know, do you think you're going to die if you get rolled in the plastic wrap? In a swamp? There's a swamp. alligators there's some, in a, Thank you. That's the first thing I thought was alligators <laughs> and snakes. snakes. I, am a bur- I am a burrito at that point. And knowing your luck, they'd make you naked before you get in there. So, like, you'd be as most vulnerable. So if you get out of the crappy plastic, then everyone's going to be biting your bits. And, no. Uh, yeah, I'm up with living with Ron McDonald, as creepy as he is. As long as, like, while I'm sleeping, he stays out of the room. Because the moment I wake up and that fucker is, like, staring at me over the bed, I'm out. And I'm back in the swamp. But what I don't know. Count, what's your call? Oh, I'm going Ronald McDonald all day. Like, <laughs> as long as he doesn't snore, we can be roommates, bunk baits. Uh, bunkmates, whatever, whatever's going to happen. I think there's no way I survive in a swamp rolled in plastic. <laughs> I just, I, I feel like gators or crocodiles or whichever you find in a swamp is the gators. Their jaws got to be strong enough to get through that bubble wrap, and there's snakes that can slither through and place. It. Yep, me, and, I'm, I'm shacking up with Ronald McDonald, man. I'm not even afraid of clowns. So you can bring Grimace too and oh. the Hamburglar, and we'll be good. We'll be good. <laughs> It'd be awkward the first time, but I think after I hung out with him for 20 minutes, I'd be cool with that gang. I'd have to yeah. be intoxicated. There is no way I could deal with that. So oh, you're not getting through that. I'm still thinking what I'd rather do because you know, <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, Ronald McDonald and his happy ass attitude all the time. I can't deal with that all the time. I just can't. It's just annoying. I don't know if I'd just be rather in plastic and, and just let things See what see how it goes. Yeah, I think I, mean, I almost I I rather be able to fight my way out of something than be stuck. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with wrapped in plastic and throw oh, Yeah, the whole time like he wakes you up and it's like, hey, you got 32 teeth. I counted while you were sleeping. I'm like, no, I'm out. Sorry, count clown. <laughs> I, I'm not doing this shit. I'm out. You're going with the plastic wrap in the swamp. <sighs> I think I could survive. See, I'm not as scared of the creatures, and I feel I'm a pretty buoyant guy. Now, I kind of really at least want some boxer briefs. I don't know. Something about being butt naked 
Did it in say the swamp? Or are you saying? I'm just maybe. saying that because it just said okay. wrapped in plastic. You're just saying that. So that's right. just me. I just imagine like they're not going to give me like a nice parka or anything like stay warm, Elvis. I mean, I think like wrap me in plastic, throw me in a swamp. They're out to fuck me up. And if you're going to fuck someone up, you're wrapping them naked and just dipping them out there. But, <laughs> and so that's what they do to me. And so that's the where I'm going, like worst possible like situation. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I want at least shorts or something to be out there. I hate walking through mud. You get on a stick when you're barefoot. But that clown, I think I could do it, though. I think I could trek. I'd find like the one highway and not get hit by a truck. I think I could do it. I think I could handle this one. It's either it's either f- actually having a f- like being able to fight or slipping slowly into insanity with the clown every single day. <laughs> like, oh, that's grimace making the coffee. Yeah, fry guy, you know, <laughs> never puts the fucking toilet seat down. <laughs> I, I, I'm out. And buddy, you're a hundred percent with the with the the clowns. 106%. I will take my chances with <laughs> Ronald McDonald. I do Thank not play you. with snakes. I don't. I don't think he's that creepy. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, clowns in general don't bother me. Hey, do I get free fries? Cool. Um, I'm not here to deal with some snakes and some lizards and some other things that, like, slither around in swamps. And that is that is not who I am. That is not what I'm about. And I will take my chances with the clowns. You see, you say stuff like that, and Satan hears you, and he's like, I'm going to turn that shit up a notch. And it's not going to be like normal Ronald McDonald. It's going to be like Ronald McDonald's doing like really bad hip hop from like an early 90s commercial. It's like, <laughs> my name's Ronald, and I'm here to say, you eat french fries in a crazy way. And that's going to be is, your life. It's but you know what I would do? I do oh. Sweetie, I teach middle school. <laughs> it's going to take a lot more than that to annoy me. Give another shout out as well to Miss Alabama for sending us a message and putting up with crazy shit and just solidarity for yes. her. Solidarity, Miss Alabama. You you deserve it. And we love you. Yeah. Flat out. We love you. Yes. I, we think you're all right. And we think you're going to make it because you've been chewed out before. You'll be fine. Yeah. But I want to thank not only Miss Alabama and all the patrons out there, I also want to thank my guest today, Mr. The Count. Thanks for being here today. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Just wanted to let everyone know that chocolate says I'm sorry much better than words. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Miss Lucille Lane, it was great hanging out with you. Oh, you know, always a pleasure. <laughs> and last but not least, Bunny O'Hare, it was so good for you to make your way here today. Well, thanks for having me back. It was a pleasure as always. All right, my friends, enjoy your summer. Deep breaths, deep drinks, cheers! All right, folks, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday, and if you have something you'd like to share with Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, you can hit us up through the contact page of our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com, or you can you know join our Patreon and send us messages through there or through the Facebook group that we do with the Patreon. It's pretty awesome. All right, my friends, I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Mr. I keep calling him Mr. The Count. That's stupid. The Count, as well as Bunny O'Hare and Miss Lucy Lane for joining me, and Priscilla, who's by my side while I do all of this. Uh, friends, it's summer. Do your best to take care of yourselves. Try to put the past behind you and just, you know, fill up your bucket. Get some energy for the new year. And, you know, support Love Them Dramatics or Legendary Pretzels or join our Patreon and support us. And I got nothing else to say. I, I, I don't know. I love you guys. Episode 100's coming up. I'm having a hard time wrapping my brain around that. 
If you got ideas, please send them to me. What should it be? I don't want to do a clip show, because fuck that. Anyway, bye guys. Cheers. Do you get wannabe rappers in middle school? Oh, oh yeah. they gotta be everywhere. Okay. Absolutely. I thought it was just high school. I mean, yeah. how much of my shit's gonna be missing with hamburger <laughs> coming over all the time? <laughs> I'm just not like I'm just not cool with any of this. <laughs> yeah, there's no law. It's it's anarchy and burger land or whatever.